straight, no chaser. Check this out. Dude. We should talk about men with cats. I think something's wrong with a man. Let's talk about cat. it. Let's talk about it. What's wrong with okay? First of all, we back. Um, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> Straight No Chaser Podcast. All right. My name is John. Uh, we're gonna go around the horn. Everybody introduce themselves. I'm broadcasting from Silver Spring and drinking water. So go for it. Uh Rasheen, go for it. Well, it's counterclockwise. Yeah, whatever. Go it ahead. looks different. It looks different yeah, depending yeah. on. Don't worry about it. Rushing, um, drinking my bourbon, uh, broadcasting from Southeast D.C., Y.O., home of the brave, Ox. What's going on, Neil, Virginia? S smoking on this Maduro cigar. We here. He has no idea what that is, actually. No idea what he's smoking. Uh, KG, I'm sipping on some... Uh, Do this every time. Sazu tequila. Um... Texas, let's get let's get it on. Let's ride. Let's get it. Um, first things culture, first. Too. What's up? For the culture. Always, of course, of course. Um, rest in peace, George Floyd. His funeral is over with. We've already established all that good stuff. Um, what do y'all? Hey, birthday, Breonna Taylor. Much love, and Breonna Taylor. I do have a little bit of issue with y'all, internet, because. Everybody was in an uproar about George Floyd, and y'all made all of this protest kind of really associated with George Floyd. And now that he's in the ground and everything, and all that is over with, we're not getting that same fiery energy for Breonna Taylor. And I don't think that's right. That's just my opinion. Which I think it's two different things. Going anybody on understand that? that? No, it's two different things going on. Then the reason George, one of the one of the catalysts behind George Floyd getting momentum. One is there's video people get behind the video. The second piece is he has a celebrity following with um, Steven Jackson, his whole crew, his celebrity kind of, you know, kind of pushing that narration, that, that, that story um, to the forefront. So I think with those type of headlines and those people kind of champion the cause, it kind of caught wind, not faster, but just caught, it, it, it took a hold. Um, <laughs> When you think about um, Ahmad down in Georgia, that had been going on for you know three four months, mm -hmm. and it didn't take wind until the video came out. The video is is the most powerful evidence. No different than the brother who was um who was he was a running back for the Baltimore Ravens. They kind of had a he, he got an altercation with his wife, or was, at this time it was his fiance on the elevator. Oh, I know his what you're talking about. Because yeah. it ain't but. And when the video came out, that gave more context and people were like, oh my God, it's, it's that much worse. Uh, with the Breonna Taylor thing, I think right now what's happened is the police report came out and it's very, very vague and it's suspect. So I think that's going to ignite some, some additional energy. And Cage. I know... Um, Cage. Yeah. Not vague. It, it's pretty much non-existent. Like they, they got almost nothing. Like for the incident, they reported nothing. Injuries, nothing. Like... They probably put that thing together like two weeks ago. 
Yeah, it's bad. It's whack. So they probably gonna get arrested too. You're starting to see a little bit more police accountability. At least you think so? Yes. You think the police that killed Breonna Taylor is gonna get arrested? Yeah. I think so. I think I think they're gonna try to um, identify um, the guys who pulled the triggers, and I think they're gonna try to arrest them. I mean, the internet already knows who who did it. I thought I've seen like the names of three of the police down there that did it. Yeah, yeah they that. named they named three people. Um, they even named them in the right. police report. Uh, you know, but they got to match. You know, their trigger ballistics to the, to the bullets that hit the body and all that good crazy. stuff. Crazy. Uh, all I'm saying is there was no body riding in the streets. Nobody got burnt down and everything else. And it's unfortunate if it's because there's celebrity following or a video, and there was not one for Breonna Taylor. I mean, I think that you're probably right, but it's sad if that's the way it goes, though. Yeah, and then it goes to that point that KG said. You're like, you got a video of this thing with George Floyd, um, which which is partially the reason why a lot of people are up in arms, because they witnessed the murder. They, they witnessed the eight-minute, 46-second murder. Um, mm-hmm. They watched the man take his last breath, you know? So... And and not that not just that they witnessed the murder because we witnessed the murder with Ahmaud Arbery and we witnessed the murder with with, with, with everyone else who was caught on video. Right, Sandra Bland. Sandra. It goes on and on. Uh, uh, so, Sandra Bland. They, well, they had footage of got, her in the wholesale around the jail. Um, yeah. But the thing is, with, with with I think with George, all the excuses, all the rationale that could have been used to explain why the cop was doing his job was removed, was taken away. And it's forcing people to, um, it's forcing people to, to, to be real, like the dude was murdered. And I think that's what's making it different than Brianna. I think the Brianna piece is gonna take off once that the uh, police report gets traction and people start to see a cover up. When people start to see a cover up, then it's gonna start to, it's, it's, take, it's gonna take traction. And I think that's gonna- I hope y'all are right. I hope so too. Right. I mean, I'm just I'm just spitting from the top of my dome. I, I hope so too. But right. when when I looked at I read the article and I saw the report and it's it's anemic, man. It's anemic. There's nothing anemic. What you think, Neil? Man, I'm just I'm like John said, I hope all this energy that we had, you know, is not for nothing. Like all the passion and the riots and the protests, you said a good mm-hmm. point. It was all induced by Steven Jackson and all that. But we want to see the same momentum. We can't let everybody just die down and then two weeks later the same shit happen again and then we mm-hmm. back to protesting again. I want to keep that same snowball effect, hold cops accountable across the board and hopefully try to start to minimize this bullshit and let cops be, you know, whenever, whenever cops act out of you know, their, their, their normal training pattern, that's some stiff pen, stiff punishments and, and swift action happen for them, man. I'm just, I just feel numb. That's what it is. I feel numb. I feel like we're doing this little song and dance now, right. two, three weeks, woo, 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 we protested, we must change. Everybody wanted to talk about Black Party, Black Panther parties and shit. And then <laughs> as soon as everything opened up and everybody go back to the bar and start sipping again, everybody gonna forget about the shit again. That's how I feel. I hope not, but that's how I feel. I don't believe that. The reason I don't believe that, man, there's too many corporate citizens involved um, to just go back to the status quo. In the past, 
I think you probably, there was more evidence to kind of support what you're saying because these conversations never came up at work instead of uh, like water cooler talk in a small group. Mm-hmm. Um, now you have CEOs of corporations, people are being asked, why haven't your corporation, why hasn't your corporation said anything? And it's creating a little bit more dialogue and I think it's gotten traction. You know what I mean? People are are getting positions or, you know, just there's more accountability. I mean, NASCAR probably say, man, they got to do racing um, with a Black Lives Matter car. I mean, that, that would have never happened, you know, five or six years ago. So I can't I can't say that this is just another situation that's gonna that's gonna dead out. I think too many, too many people of color or non-color are involved in this and want to see something different too. I find it very uh, heartwarming that y'all have so much faith in corporate America and white people. And I hope that you're right, but I'm with Neil. And I, I don't, yo, you saw, song and dance. you saw that little post about them little rednecks that was watching the uh, the, the protest go by. I think he was like oh, yeah. a FedEx employer. Yeah. They was, they those were rednecks. Those was from New Jersey. So Jersey, that, that, that's I the mean, But I get it, they're still rednecks. Even worse, like, come on, B, like you thought that shit was, Fucking funny. Like why, why do you think that's worse? Why is that worse? Worse than Wait. what? Yeah, you said you said that's even worse. Why is that what is it worse than? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, with all what's going on right now, for you to do that act and think that little whatever scene or whatever you was doing with his with your knee on his neck talking about white power or whatever the heck, like come on, man. All lives matter. Yeah, like, come on, man. That was <laughs> And then FedEx but sends out a little, and then nobody FedEx sends out, and then FedEx sends out his typical, well, I won't say FedEx specifically, but the typical HR, we at such and such don't condone, blah, 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 and the person has been terminated. Okay, what? But, he, he still got his point across. But what more what do you talk about? What more do you want? Yeah. I want his house that, burned that, down. Wait, pause. Exactly. No, wait, pause, pause, pause. In that specific situation, mm-hmm. What more do you want? Go. <laughs> no, nah, go ahead, John. No, 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 Neil, go ahead, man. You always no, but I mean, in the sense up. that, like, I don't know, man. It's like um, one part of me is like, okay, the human race should have a little bit more sensibility, especially with what's going on right now. But come on, man. It's like people continually doing dumb shit after. It seems like even after the George Floyd stuff, you see more people wanting to call black people niggers and this, that, and the third. I'm like, yo, like, I thought we were working towards a peaceful yeah. solution. I don't agree with that. I think you, I think you're, whatever you're allowing to come into your experience, like what you're taking in is making you feel that way. I think, I'm not dismissing that, that those things are happening. There's a lot more the other side, I think, kind of occurring, in my opinion. Um, the dude got fired. When you, you hit people where it hurts, where that community kind of feels the most pain is financially. He ain't getting the job right now. He got... He probably can't get unemployment because he got fired. So they're going to not approve his unemployment more than likely. And his name is out there. The dude who snatched the little kids, little posters, he got fired. Amy Cooper, she got, what, what else do you want? I'm not going to go to jail. They, they didn't commit a crime. And there's a whole thread of white folk who've been going online, social media, or being captured on video, acting out of pocket. And, and, and three, four weeks ago, it would have just been, oh, well. Now people are tracking them down and they losing their jobs and their livelihoods. There's a whole thread to that. So no. what, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that the, the change is going to be incremental. Like what we're seeing happen now is has never happened before. 
and I'm not saying that that's I'm not saying that that's all we want or we should ask for or hope for. I believe we need and want more, but change is incremental and change happens in different areas. You know what I'm saying? Like personal change, you lose your job. Systemic change, mm -hmm. laws are changed. You know, if they're corporate changes, I, I, there was um a CNN analyst, legal analyst, analyst who put it briefly. He was like, it, it's a three-step process. First, people have to acknowledge the problem. Then people have to understand the problem. Then they have to change the problem. Y'all trying to go from not even acknowledgement to change. You can't get to change unless you go through acknowledging, understanding is a problem, and then seeing how you're going to change it. Y'all just trying to warp speed from one step to the next, and it don't work like that. It just don't. Oh, no. Your Yo, problem is you ain't uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not, I am much less about what white people can do and change and statements and all that other madness. We already addressed that in a previous show. We ain't even going to rehash that. So um, I do have kind of a question. KG said before we even got started coming on tonight that he wanted to bring up men with cats. Now, internet, y'all don't know this, but I'm a cat owner. Um, Neil also used to be a cat owner. I don't know if you still, if you would consider if you got no, cats no, no, or not. No, 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 no. It's what? if you're single uh -huh. and you're a man with a cat. Okay. I what does that questions. signify? What does that mean? Please I got questions. Yes, I got, you, you just, you just, you just the eye, you're an eye duck. Interesting. <laughs> so can you unpack the oddness? I'm trying to, I'm, I'm just trying to understand what is odd about owning a cat as a single man to you? Not to me, do a poll. Poll your friends. Don't, don't just take my word for it. Ask the people on the screen. Is it, is it odd that John, as a single man, owns a cat? Nah. Who up? It, it, it depends because John might have a mouse somewhere. He got a home. If there's a mouse, if they coming from next door neighbor, you get cats, you ain't got no more mice. No, right. you actually get an exterminator and you get no more mice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Some if I'm mistaken, when we all lived together, I had a cat upstairs. Didn't you have two cats? Matter of fact, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, he did. I had Midori and Indigo, yes, two great did. cats, upstairs. Oh, that's, and you know I'm why he got rid of them cats? Why? <laughs> Michelle what? came on the scene and said, I don't like cats. Them cats was gone the next day. No, because he had those cats when they was living out in Maryland. When they yeah. was no, I, had, I, had, I had them here. I had them in the house. That. Yeah. I don't remember but, having no cats. I but knew. a single, eh, I mean, I guess I, I'm, I'm still confused. What does it mean? No, 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 no. Because you were in the room, because I heard wait, this wait before. Neil, what were you about to say? It was a little strange, man. All right. I can see how it can look suspect, but then Ross in a way. Like, I mean, but, but no, that, but hold up. let's not speak in code words. Say what you got to say. No, I'm saying I can see how it could look a little suspect, but if you got mice and things of that suspect, nature. I like what? Like, I'm. What you, what you mean by suspect? What you mean by that? Not, yeah, what's not that mean? popular. <laughs> not popular not among popular. ladies. You got, you <laughs> got a problem with that? We're we going to say not popular among the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, you know. Neil, uh, I believe that you're trying to say that men with cats are gay. That's I not what you're saying. That's what you're trying to say. I've never got no problem with gay men. That's not what suspect means. See, no. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The name of this podcast is Straight No Chaser. So don't pitch up now. If you think something is suspect, say it with your chest. So <laughs> do you feel like having a cat 
is gay. No. No. I think it's I think you have something that you're trying to to address or hide to potentially if you got a cat and you're a single man. Now you I'm still confused. I'll jump on my own ledge. If you have one cat as a man, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're okay. a single man and you got like three, four cats, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking at you kind of like, what's the issue? I'm, now what, I need to you know what's, what's wrong with that. I'm confused. Yeah. I still don't get it. Yeah, what you 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 tell us what the issue is because now I'm trying to figure that out. Thank you. What's the issue? Don't bro, I mean, come on, the come on, man. Don't, don't bring that shit to me. <laughs> oh come on, now we gonna do this. <laughs> you now see how you just every... lean back like <laughs> don't take it. You brought the brand statement up. Shit. It's like Celtics <laughs> that kid that threw the rock and then and then hit his hand. Now yeah, he ain't got nothing man, to say. Like, now he ain't got nothing to say. Well, hey, I, I say this. Go ahead, I think, I think it's um I think historically speaking, let's look at what cats represent. Look it up. I'm not gonna do it for you. Google it. Oh shit. What, what, what yeah. <laughs> you stupid. What, what do cats represent? You're not gonna tell me what cats represent. Wait a minute, let me think. Let me think, because I feel I went to school for a little while. Okay, cats are they go back to like the Egyptians, right? That's what I think. Yeah. So what, what do cats represent? Death? What is it? Which Look is it up, man. Look it up, Google. Oh, is this a symbol for vagina? Because cats, pussy, feline, is, wait, 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 what's, no, I'm man. trying to figure out what's going right. on. Never mind. Never mind, Dan. <laughs> never mind. I thought we were straight, no chaser. I, I see we got it. too much chaser tonight. Right, right. Fine. I was trying to. Yeah. Anyway, well, um, so we have some other stuff. We need to talk about people's health, you know? Speaking of health, um, trying to make sure that everybody is mentally and physically well. Hey, time out. Quarantine. Time out. If you look up single men with cats, the first thing that comes up is single men are getting cats instead of being relationships. So this supports your narrative of you. Um, you said you was a. Uh, what did you tell us you was? Everybody tells us that you are passive aggressive. <laughs> passive aggressive. You don't want to deal with I'm very passive aggressive. You, look it up, man. There's something with men with so cats. Minute, people, men who have cats, the stereotype is that you have a cat instead of having a relationship. Is that correct? Look it you know up. I just heard. Just look it up. Yeah. We ain't got look, time. You it here? Up. I can talk to you. I'm you don't want to Wikipedia up. I just told you. Anyway, okay. Um, that was a complete catastrophe. <laughs> catastrophe. <laughs> I make me laugh. Anyway, that's why I got cats. Cause ain't I nothing wrong with your cat, John. Enjoy your cats, man. I, uh, listen, there is nothing wrong with my cats. I love having cats. I'm a cat person. It's very funny. I have been told by more than a few women that like a man having cats just seems very soft, very feminine, very gay. They're not with that. And to those women, I chunk the dupes because I don't give a damn. I ain't giving up my cats. But nonetheless, we moving on. Now, health-wise, Fellas, how do we feel? Everybody's good. We've gotten our prostate exams. We've done everything that we're supposed to do. Are, are we on track? What's going on? Physically. Physically, how do we feel? Physical health. Physical health. I'm good. KG, you were saying um, that you have been, you've cut out all the meat, and you're basically eating chicken and fish now, right? Something no, like that. No, probably close to the pescatarian. I gave up um, pretty much all. I still will dabble every now and again, but for the most part, I've had beef three times this year. Um, mm. I've had pork maybe like four times this year. 
Um, very rarely do I eat chicken. Um, I don't do really eggs. Um, my milk is almond milk. Um, so just a lot of a lot of seafood and plant-based stuff. Yeah. We, 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 we six months into the year. How do you know you only had it three or four times? Well, you got like a checklist or something? Are you like checking of course. all of us? I, no, I just, I just yo, know. Can I, I, had, can I, I guess? Deep can this I, guess? I think you, you know, got like a, it's, yes, um, I had a, a steak. I had a steak one time. I had one steak and I've had two hamburgers. And you remember all that? You... Yeah, because I, I, I make a decision. Like, I feel like this. Every time I pick something to eat, it's a decision. So I have to, because I'm limiting what I'm taking in, it's a, it's a choice. Like every morning, it's either going to be some cereal, some oatmeal. Um, but I cook everything with almond milk now. So if I choose to get anything that has beef in it, then I'm asking those questions. When I go out and I get like a, if I go out and get a burger, it's a plant-based burger most of the time. So the two times that I've had burgers have been um, from the Capitol Grill. So but, I, just, but, I just know. But is that a burger? No, 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 no. I, I said it. I said it when sounds I, when like I it's a plant-based burger. No, no. But it's when a plant I, when I've had an actual beef burger, it's been twice. Yeah, right. But mostly when you you say when you go out and get a burger, a plant-based burger. Plant paste, that's not plant a burger. burger. That's not a burger. That's, that's, not a, burger. that's, a, that's a plant patty. That's that's a plant. <laughs> that's a plant. I find that suspect. Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't give a damn about you. I think it's great. Eat the plant-based patty. And you know you got to do what you got to do. Listen, you man, been you to get on board, John. What's up? You said you starting to get on board on a healthy track. No, uh, uh, we're not going to repeat this damn conversation from this morning. I'm my my health goals are radically different, I think, than both of your health goals. And you know we're looking for to do different things, and that's cool. What do you so, think my health? What do you think my health goal is? Um. If I had to say your health goal in a nutshell, I think is to be uh, heart healthy. So like, say for example, right now, if I put a gun to your head and said, you got to run a mile in less than 10 minutes, you want to be able to say confidently, I can do that kind of thing, for example. Okay. That's what I would say is your goal. I don't know how else you would put that. That's, you know, that's, a part of that's fair. That's fair. I feel like Neil, your goal is to, you want to slim down. You want to, uh, you know, you want to fit into a certain size pants. You know what I'm saying? That's what he's saying, right? I'm not. I'm not trying to be yeah, smart. I mean, I'm just really I mean saying. It's, funny, it's, it's funny the way you said it, but yeah, when y'all knew me and I was at my worst, I was at you know, three fifteen. What three fifteen? A four X and damn near forty eight waist. Now I'm an extra right. large with a thirty six waist. So yeah, you're right. right. I'll give you. Yeah. Go ahead. Hey, cheers. Yeah. Get man. No doubt. So yeah, I what's think Ross help, what's Ross, what's Ross fitness go? Um, staying alive, I would imagine, because he mainly talks about taking pills and having to get his blood pressure and shit down and bingo. Because what exactly what I was thinking is not dying of a stroke. That's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. That's my health goal. Hey, I'm telling you, man, if you look at your diet, I'm not like I'm not I'm not do do what you want. I don't really, you know, that's on y'all. But I watch this thing and I'm not I watch Food Inc., all those other kind of things. It's not about the, it's not about anti-meat. Right. Or, you know, the you shouldn't kill animals. I'm not really on that page. However, um, the name of the um the the series or the, the little show on the Netflix, it was called uh 
gotta look it up. But whatever it was, the, the premise of it was, there was this dude who was an MMA fighter who got injured. And so in his recovery, he was trying to figure out like good ways to kind of recover and not lose any of his stuff. So in his research, he found that the gladiators were vegetarians. And so he did more research to kind of find out like, all right, you know, if these people were supposed to be the most fittest people historically, all they ate was plants, that seems kind of weird. It's called the game changers. And so then he went on this, this, this educational kind of journey to kind of figure out like, is this really a viable option and be an MMA fighter at the same time? My whole thing about being, not being a vegetarian was, I never want, I, I thought you would lose weight. So he, he talks to bodybuilders, he talks to um, professional bodybuilders, people that are in like the world's strongest man competitions that are just all plant-based. Um, Chris Paul, he's part of, he's a producer of it. He's plant-based now. A lot of people have kind of transitioned into this and there is a significant difference. I can say that personally, just, you know, in my own little transition, but there's a significant difference in how you feel, um, your performance and everything. Like it's just, it's just different. I'll, I will go through periods where I'll do a green smoothie cleanse. Like, and they got two ways of doing it. The, the one that everyone know about, the J.J. Smith green smoothie. You know, she, she tells you you can do two smoothies a day in a meal. Or if you want to go hard, do ten, uh, three smoothies a day. And then you do that for 10 days. And, and then you're, you're, you're detoxing your body, you know, shedding water weight, a little bit of other weight, some bad stuff gets out your body, which is good. That's the extent of what I'm going to do. Like, and even sometimes I remember at, you know, at one point in time, I took that green smoothie thing to like uh, three smoothies every single day. I did it for almost 20, 25 days. And I went from like 220 to 195 pounds. I didn't like that look on me. I didn't like 195 pounds on me. Uh, yeah. And then I said, well, let me, let me, let me just do two in a salad. So I did two in a salad. And then I was like, mm. Well, then let me put some protein in my salad. Then I started putting chicken in my salad and then shrimp and then steak. And the next thing you know, I was back at five guys. I like, I, I like protein. I, I, I like the, I like the burgers. I like the fries. I like all of that stuff. And I'm I like not going to, you know what it is though? I think when it comes to the whole, I like carbs, protein, is that all of that. And I'm going to eat it. I'm not going to do no plant-based nothing because I know after two weeks, I'll be bored of it. And then maybe- I thought, even, the, same, I thought the same thing. There's actually, again- no, I, I know the same. I, 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 like I said, I was doing the smoothie stuff. I was doing salads. And I was like, I can't do this. Ain't the same thing. You know thing. what it is, though? I think <laughs> Keltrick said a key phrase. It just comes down to you as the individual. You got to do what works for you. Like, you know, me, I got real funny off the meat. Y'all remember when my grandmother passed away and then I went down to Jamaica, I was eating oxtails, curry goat, jerk chicken for like a month and I lost 20 pounds from eating it down there. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, down there, of course, what are cows and cows and goats and ox eating? Nothing but grass. I came back up here eating the same thing again. I gained even more weight. So it's, it's just like you got to be particular for yourself, see what works for you. Everybody says there's a million on ways to lose weight. You should eat this, you should eat that. You got to find out what works for you. Like y'all have seen my journey. Y'all have said, damn, Neil, you lost a lot of weight. What mm -hmm. works for me may not work for John. What works for John may not work for Keltry. So just find your own lane because at the end of the day, the key is just to main, maintain healthy and be here for our kids, be grandparents and just live old, man. But my thing is, I think actually what works for Keltrick can work for John and can work for me and can work for you is we choose not to do it because the body is biology, is chemistry. Like if you cut certain things out your diet and you substitute it with other things, 
your body is going to react. It's one plus one equals two. So no, that, I don't mean in that sense. I mean in the sense like if let's say Kelchi was just to encourage us to eat certain things. Even when I went to go see him in Texas, his workout methods and my workout methods were different, but they were the same. So I was more focused on strength, where he was like, let's do calisthenics and plyometrics. And I'm like, you want to be a gladiator. I couldn't do, <laughs> I couldn't do his workout for 15 minutes. I ain't going front. Whereas I would go to the weights and Keltrick is like, nah, you can have that. Not saying that he couldn't do it, but we were on just two different lanes. I'm more on the weight and getting the strength. He's more of the core, cutting up, using your own natural body weight. And we both can reach the same goals, but you know, I'm just, I'm just not with that calisthenics the way he is. He a beast on that right there. I'm not actually, I hate, I hate all cardio actually. I hate working out. But it's something See, that there's I, certain people that what you just mentioned, there's some people that can deal with that and some people who can't. Like some people are disciplined enough that they can do something that they detest and hate and do it permanently and do it well and all that other good stuff. I, if I don't like doing something, I'm not going to do it, period. So it's like if I really felt like I hated working out, I'm not going to work out. You can be I like, I hate running and run. There's people, that's that's a mental thing. Just some people can do it, some people can't. No, it is mental because I hate cardio, but I'm on the machines for like 45 minutes to an hour every day because I know what the results are going to be. But to get, to motivate myself to say, damn, I got to do 45 minutes of cardio right now. I'm like, but I do it. But do I enjoy doing it? Hell no. I'm sweating, cursing halfway through the whole damn thing. But just like you, John, you could do mad push-ups. But at the same token, I'll, I, I love doing push-ups. No, no, but not even being funny or being disrespectful, though. But in the sense that I think Kelching and I were telling you this, you could do mad sit-ups and push-ups and all that, but you still thick. Be reason being, because you're going to eat what you want to eat. Now, if you curbed your diet to a certain degree, you'd be a monster. See, you know what you said, but like you said, man. you want to be the way you want to be. You have different goals than everybody else may have. So, Yeah, I mean, I do this stuff. I am definitely at a point where I'm going to do exactly what I want to do, and I'm not into like self-denial or any of that other kind of stuff. But like Neil was saying, I think that's what Neil was talking about. Like, uh, you got to do what fits for you and Blase Skippy. So doing push-ups and whatnot like that, that's stuff that I like doing. It's not like painful or I'm hurting my way through it or whatever the case is. That's just natural for me. Lifting weights is the same thing. Uh, swimming, riding my bike, you know, that type of stuff. But if I feel like I don't want to do something, it's, it's pointless. But... Okay, well, that's cool. I'm glad everybody's getting their little physical health together. Mentally, how do y'all feel? You know what I'm saying? How, how, how are we dealing with the COVID? Are we ready for everything to open back up? No. I'm, no. Not yet. Not me. I'm past ready. You know, I'm Maryland's going to Maryland's gonna open up on Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the gyms is opening up. Because this is my in biggest, the restaurant. Because my biggest question is, where the hell did COVID go? We ain't got it's no still here. It, exactly. That's my point. So we opening up. The shit is still here. Mm -hmm. So we're going to wait for a resurgence in numbers again, for everything to pop off again. God forbid. But oh, it's, that's, not, that's already happening. That's, that's definite. That's happening. That's already happening, Neil. The states that have opened up have already seen a spike in numbers. Arizona is on the cusp of reaching their maximum capacity for their beds. Um, I think they're whatever the top health official is, they already call it like whatever the highest concern level they can have. They've already elevated it to that level because it's that bad in Arizona. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Texas has seen the highest rate of infection, you know, since it was at the, the peak of the pandemic in, in May. So it's, to answer your question, it's, it's here. Racism has trumped it though. So nobody's talking about COVID in the same capacity because of the civil unrest that's happened in the country. And, you know, that's, in my opinion, that's more important than COVID. We'll really see the impact of uh, the protest in the next couple of days because it typically takes two weeks for um, you know people to really start showing those symptoms. Right. The spikes that we're seeing now, that's all related to late um, on Memorial Day weekend and states reopening when they shouldn't have. But um, you know, they 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 project a number of deaths. And at one point in time, our projection was like 120,000. Then they drop it down to 60,000, and Trump got all giddy. And then they put it back up to 100,000, and he started beefing. And then we passed a hundred thousand, and and we gonna hit a hundred and twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. And that one twenty. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I think we were at like one twelve or one thirteen, the, the most as of today. Um, yeah. Double check that. Fact check that for me, Cage. Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> but um, but but the projection I heard today, they said, uh, come September, if we on the same path that we on, we gonna hit two hundred thousand deaths. Yeah. Wait, so hold it's on, Rob. My bad, because I was trying to stay away from all the craziness. Did I hear you say that Maryland is open fully on Friday? Mm-hmm. Phase two reopening, not fully. Phase two allows in, you can go into the restaurant, into the restaurants at fifty percent capacity. Um, gyms can be open. Other type of dance studios, um, casinos can be open. All that stuff. Yo, because I Friday when the bars and stuff reopen and you can go in and sit down and everything. This is going to be one of the great party weekends of people's lives this weekend. That's already happened in uh, in Texas. I mean, Texas has been open for a few weeks. Um, what phase, Keltrick? Fully or phase two? I mean, it's open. I don't know. Oh, it's open. Yeah, I got, I, got, I got friends in Dallas, and I'd be looking at the little IG stories. Yeah, you can go to the gym, you can go to the club, you can go out to eat, you can sit in a restaurant, sit outside, whatever you want to do. There is capacity limitations. Everybody's going to open up with capacity limitations. However, you can do everything you used to do if a place is open for business. The Mm -hmm. movies just ain't open. They haven't reopened yet. They don't have, I'm assuming, the staff to do so. Um, I hope movies close down. Just put everything on straight to Netflix. No. I'm I'm a movie. It costs too much money. I'd rather spend $20 to see the movie and eat all my own little snacks than $40 because it's you and somebody else, and then y'all both getting popcorn and everything. Don't be cheap, man. That's not cheap. 115,000, a little more than 115,000 people have passed away. God rest their souls. Well, yeah, it's going to be a whole lot more people, unfortunately. Um, We have basically made a decision as a country, as a culture, that we're choosing our economy over uh, the health and the lives of people. Yeah. I don't know if that's and a we. What's up? I don't know if that's a we. Oh, I mean we, all of us. Because, well, I think as I think somebody said this last week, since this is a republic and you elect certain people and they're supposed to stand for you or whatever, your elected officials is basically okay with this. And and we complicit if we can if we go on to work. You can always just stay at the house. You can stay at the house and isolate. If we not staying at, right, if we're not staying at the crib, we complicit. We out there. 
So I've been out there. I mean, I'll be I'll, I'm the most out in the world of us, I think. And uh, yeah, I'm ready for it, man. As far as I'm concerned, you know, it's going to be here. Yes. Are people going to get sick? Yes. Are people going to be killed, unfortunately, or die early due to complications? 100%. And that's not a laughing matter at all. It's very serious. But have any of you got, do you know anybody that's been impacted by COVID? Very much so. Yes. Absolutely. My I know of people's family members that have died, uh, people that have been sick and hospitalized for weeks. Um, then bills are going to be massive. So even if you get out and you fully recover, now you've got thousands of dollars to pay. It's yep. ugly. One of my yeah. old, uh, one of my old Howard coworkers, he just died. Um, a friend of mine, well, old friend of mine from, from high school, her mother passed away. And, you know, and, you know, you see all this stuff on Facebook. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, and I used to be at the house. You know, I used to kick it with her. Her family was mad cool with me. Um, or better yet, I was mad cool with her family. Uh, and then I start to see people, you know, commenting on her passing away. And come to find out one of, one of people's I was cool with at Howard, that was his aunt. I didn't even know that was his aunt. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He putting stuff out there on Facebook about his aunt. I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was your aunt. She was mad good. Good people. Good people. So, you know, and then, of course, folks, you know, getting sick, being in the hospital. Uh, my mm -hmm. in-laws had to go to the hospital. Who? Um, Cousin-in-laws. They, 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 okay. But they, they doing better now. Um, husband and wife. They, they, they doing much better now. But yeah, man, this, this is real. This is real. It's gonna be so very widespread. When people talk about reopening, I don't want us to get this. You know, we're gonna get. We are gonna get this. This false sense of security that I don't have to wear a mask. I don't have to wash my hands as much. I don't have to use hand sanitizer. Um, it, I could touch everything. We're not gonna be mindful of touching our faces and our eyes. It's, it's gone. It's like I think we're gonna hit that two hundred thousand, uh, two hundred thousand mark. Like we, yeah. We we go we go and hit two hundred thousand deaths. That's without a doubt. We may get it before um, before September. For all we know, we did a hundred thousand in three months, and that was three months when the majority of those deaths were in New York and New Jersey, primarily New York. So as New York has gone down, now the rest of the country is going up. So now I'm thinking the rest of the country can do what New York did in half the time in New York did it. That's how I, that's, that's my, my yeah. method looking at it. New York had so many deaths, so many infections, so many deaths. The majority of the deaths that we have came out of New York. Now they handled it. Those deaths have gone down. They, they, they flattened the curve. And now you see the curve going up elsewhere in the country. New York, one state, 49 other states, now their curves are going up. I think the sum total of their deaths will trump what New York did. That's going to be enough to get us to 200,000. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just the way my mind is looking at it. And what's really going to mess people up is when this, if, hopefully it does not happen, but um, there's this complication with children that some kind oh, of... inflammatory joint. Inflammatory follow-on disease, blah, 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 blah. Kawasaki disease, almost. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. If that becomes a massive thing, which I have not seen any kind of numbers about yet. I had Kawasaki disease as a kid. You said you had it? Yeah. Word? Yeah. It's, um, you get, well, as a, it looks different on different people, but my mom took me to, I was a member, we used to go to like the Hammond Clinic back in Gary. 
And uh, that doctor had no idea what the hell was going on. I had like 104 degree temp for like seven days straight. Mm. Um, I couldn't walk. My head was killing me. And uh, I had these, just, this, these lesions, like everything was on my body. So they thought I had like a mixture of the measles and the chicken pox. But it wasn't. They did a biopsy. They jacked that up too. So we went to this doctor from uh, another doctor. Uh, he was from Africa, actually. And so he, uh, he looked at me as like, this guy has Kawasaki disease. They gave me uh, fluids. They put an IV in my wrist. They put a board so I wouldn't bend my wrist. I was in the hospital for like three days. So I, that's what I remember, and I was fine. So you only get it one time, it only, it only comes in kids. But it, it, you just, I didn't know if I was going to live. I, I didn't know if I was close to death or not. But my mom, the look on my parents' face, I remember looking at them, and they looked really, really concerned. Mm. So, you know, you just, nothing was helping. You know what I mean? Like nothing was helping. The fever wouldn't break, and you just, you just so weak. And if, if this is that on steroids, I, as a parent, I just, she could stay at home. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know what they're gonna do during the school year. John, let me ask you. So if they reopen the states and everything is it, hunky dory, um, considering you live in Maryland, uh, are you gonna hop back on your Twitter game or is that not Twitter, Tinder, your Tinder game, or is that like dead? I've been off Tinder for many years. Okay. So yeah, I would, but yeah, hypothetically. I've been told there's a whole bunch of people on Tinder. Because I know it's like, <laughs> kick, come no, and I'm go. Not on Tinder. Don't do that. I'm not on Tinder. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm joking, internet. He's not on Tinder. No, I'm not on Tinder. But um, the joke. I would, yeah, now would be the time. You know what I'm saying? Because bars right and restaurants is going to open up. Oh, yeah. T t Tinder's about to pop off now. I mean... Oh, no doubt. Hey, hey, I'm already seeing the little games. Y'all don't realize that this, all this stuff been open anyway. Like, so my social media feed is full of, like, ridiculous stuff. So it's, if you know me and you see my social media, like, man, who is this guy? So what I see is, like, people in their 20s, they don't give a damn about no, no, no COVID-19. No. They traveling. They're doing house parties. They selling their drugs. They're doing yeah. their drugs. Yo! <laughs> It blows my mind. It's ridiculous that you, that you could just sell dope on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and just be like, "Here's what I've got. Here's the prices. HMU. I will bring it to you." HMU. Like, <laughs> they got the edibles. It's it's, it's it's literally it's parties every time. The strip clubs are open down here, so you see like the strippers in there with their little mask on, talking about come see me at the at the strip club. I'm like, what was going to this is ridiculous. And then, they, then, they, then they end the strip club with the video going like, hey, they throwing money. I'm like, man, this is, have fun. I'm not with doing the mask on. Right. <laughs> and you got to touch them with gloves. So you get glitter only on your gloves. I'm good. I'm good. I'm you straight. Go home, you go home and your lady beefing with you because your plastic gloves smell like Bath and Body Works. <laughs> that smells like cucumber melon. <laughs> Throw all that mess out. I don't know anything about that internet. I'm just saying that's what I've been told. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, where I'm at, I try to take all the precautions. I'm wearing a mask. I'm using the gloves. Um, I try to stay away from people. Um, but I am looking forward to, you know, being able to sit down at a restaurant, maybe sit down at a bar. Uh, I need baseball to come back so I can watch baseball again. 
you know, hey, man, I'm ready for life to go on. I mean, I know you want the, I, I mean, I know you want the norm, John, and I can understand that, but what's so exciting about being able to sit down in a restaurant again? See, we all are very different. No, I, I get think you. that. I get you. Um, but no, I mean, what I mean by that is you all live with your families, right? I live with my children. Everybody lives with their wives and kids and whatnot like that. But I don't have like a live-in woman that I'm seeing or anything like that. And I'm not saying I'm going to a bar to meet nobody or whatever, but the only time I really talk to other adults is with my work. You know what I'm saying? Nine times out of 10. I mean, I also have people that I talk to or one person I talk to, but I'm just merely saying the majority of conversation and adult interaction that I get is work-based. Now, Ra, you got your wife at home. KG, you got your wife at home. Um, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm just saying for me personally, I get a lot of, you know, regularity. I don't know what the right word would be from just simply, I don't need to be like in the mix of talking to people, but I do like to be like around people. You know what I'm saying? It makes me feel like I'm alive. And then I can go back to my job and my house and talk to my kids about the algebra homework and you know, that's it. But yeah, I need that kind of thing. I understand that. I mean, I know when you came down here last week, you see me. I'm either in the house, I'm down by the beach. You see down where I'm at is real low key and quiet. But no, mm-hmm. I get what you're Yo, saying. Neil's area, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Area that Neil li- I'm not going to say it, but y'all know the area that Neil lives in is real tight. It really, really, I mean, we already knew this, but I just mean like as a uh, little cool out little spot. It's nice. Yeah, we've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple times down there. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, that's why I was just, and I wasn't knocking, I wasn't knocking your truth, but I'm just saying like, you know, like when you, when you came down here and we rode by the beach and we saw all the people out on the beach, I'm like, I really don't need a lot of restaurants and clubs, whatever. I just take my dogs, walk down to the beach. I'm cool because I'm waiting for this. I don't want it to happen, but I'm waiting for this phase two of COVID and all the numbers to spike again. Because like I said, everybody's too anxious to get back to being in clubs and being in parties and being in bars and there was no cure. The shit is still here. So it's mm-hmm. basically just sitting in the cut waiting for me like, all right, we're going to pop these numbers back up again. Here we go. So I'm, I'm, I'm good. Keep you company, John? What's up? The cats don't keep you company? Yeah, they do. I mean, uh, the cats keep me company. Like I said, I, my children talk to me and all that other kind of thing. However, it's one of those things where it's like, wait a minute, was that a joke? He, no. he, wasn't, he wasn't serious about that. No, it was a genuine question. Like your cats, my cats definitely keep me company. I'm a, I'm a cat dude. I'm a cat dude. Ain't I like wrong cats. With your cat. Here's the thing about cats. Cats don't require a whole lot from you. All right. All the cat wants to do is just make sure you got some food, some clean water, and some clean little litter box. Dogs, you got to walk every day. They, they shit is huge, and you got technically you're supposed to pick it up. Neil, I'm sure you don't do that. You just let your dogs just shit everywhere. But, I got a backyard, they got an area. Don't try to play me, but go ahead, I got yeah. it. There you go. But yeah, man, I mean, um, cats, infinitely easier. Good night. But yeah, anywho, well, you know, that's that's how that goes. But yeah, I am definitely, oh, I'm getting a tattoo down by Neil Spot, and I think, we've talked about this before, I wanted to get like the whole hummingbird thing, We've discussed this. This has been a long ass time. Whoa, ago. whoa, 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 whoa. So, somebody with a cat is not right. funny, but a dude wanting a hummingbird is completely okay. Yo, hummingbirds are very beautiful animals. 
I would, it would depend on where I got it. I'm also going to try to get some color. Okay. John, <laughs> get your hummingbird. There's nothing wrong no, with no. hummingbird. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. You got to stick to your truth. You already know we are the best four-man team ever because y'all remember when we first started going to get manicures and pedicures, people was looking at us like, brothers get manicures and pedicures? And I was like, hell yeah, we damn sure do. That's different. So let me How is that different? Point of, point of order. Point of order. Y'all got pedicures. <laughs> well, well, I only well, got the manicure because we all went, but I ain't getting I no do pedicure. believe you did do one one time with us, Ra. No, I didn't. I'm trying to get a pedicure ASAP because my sure. dogs need help. You never do nothing like that. You do no. the hands with the feet. Oh, yeah. Well, ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm, I'm putting my feet out there. I'm about to get a pedicure this weekend. First of all, I think... Yo, uh, have y'all ever been to the Wait, Korean... Hold on, hold on. John, 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 shut up. Hold up. What's up? Kelsey was trying to say something. You I cut him off. Somebody that people I, off, man. I was sending one of my employees. I was like, you know, listen, man. Self-care is, is crucial to your mental health. So my boss used to crack jokes at me all the time. I, I go to the spa, uh, I'll get a facial, I'll do a, a pedicure. I don't do manicures anymore, but I do all those things to take care of myself, man. Like it's a, it's a, it's a mental break. We got, we do a lot of stuff. We talked about that a little bit last week in terms of just like life as a man with responsibilities, positions uh, of leadership. Like your mind is always on at all times and you need a break. And I don't play video games anymore. So, you know, those times, even if I go to the golf course, um, I don't even play golf that much. But, you know, if I go out there and mess around, I, I can't play at all. It's really just like a break, man. So I, I would strongly encourage people to either get a therapist or do some massage therapy. It is great. It is absolutely phenomenal. Both. I'll give it to you. Yo, what was that? You know what? You said something. that had me bugging. It might be a throwback. Remember back in the days when that dumbass phrase, which I totally hated and I never really understood, so maybe y'all can break it down for me, or maybe Keltrip can look in the, look, Google it. What was the true definition of metrosexual back in the days? Was it for a dude that overly took care of himself? What was the whole, what was the definition behind that shit? Like if dudes did a manicure, pedicure, got facial, they would want to classify that shit as metrosexual, but now it's the normal thing. So. It says a young, urban, heterosexual male with liberal political views and interest in fashion and a refined sense of taste. Okay, in layman's terms. Now, who was the metrosexual in this little foursome here, gentlemen? I don't get the interest in fashion. I don't okay. think my political views are liberal. No, no, nobody who's is political. Who's, oh, who's not liberal? Nobody. It, I don't know. No, Everybody very was liberal. I mean, very liberal. If I had to, if I had to jump, I don't think any of us was a quote unquote met metrosexual. John, you have a unique sense of fashion. Ron Keltrick just don't really care what people think they're going to do. What makes them feel comfortable. And me, I just like getting manicures. So I don't think anybody was quote unquote metrosexual. We did what suited us. Mm, okay. Yeah. I think. Um, For me, I'll say this, I'm not a Metro, I'm just, I'm just a man. But coming from where I came from, I remember all I had was t-shirts growing up. All I wore was t-shirts. My mama never got me like polo shirts, stuff like that. And I wore a t-shirt and jeans every day. That was it. And so as I've been able to, to work and earn a little living, 
I like to buy stuff that I like. I mean, it's just as simple as that, you know? So I don't think that that's, uh, I think this would be a problem. Do me a favor, read that definition again. Yeah. Um, it's a noun, a young. So make sure everybody knew that. Can't stand him, dog. Word up. Young, urban, heterosexual male with liberal political views and interest in fashion and a refined sense of taste. The thing that always kind of, kind of peeved me off about the whole concept of metro, metrosexual is that it's, it's tied to some idea of sexuality, metrosexual. And then when you, you read the definition, the only, only reference to sexuality was heterosexual male. So that, that like nothing else in the de definition spoke about gender, or sexuality. So why is there this emphasis on on part of that term being sexual? Why can't it just be urbane? An urbane male is a polished dude who 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 was refined. You know what I'm saying? Why do they gotta be metrosexual? Because then when I hear the definition, the definition is emphasizing heterosexual male. Gay dudes can't be metro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I never liked the whole concept of metrosexual because the idea that if you polished it's tied to your sexuality in some form of fashion and i thought that was i just thought that was stupid i thought it was dumb basically everything is tied to your sexuality you know how you walk how you talk the clothes you wear um gentlemen i hate to tell you this but i think all four of us are metrosexuals the reason being is we are and not to mention the fact that I don't believe that like whatever definition KG just read, that don't necessarily, you know, y'all already know my position on that. But urban, we living in the city, have been for the last 20 years. Heterosexual, we all are, even me with my cats. Uh, interest in fashion, we do have an interest in fashion. Uh, y'all used to buy Kenny Cole t-shirts and belts and whatnot back in the day. You might not remember that, yes you did. Your ass used to go in Eddie Bauer and had a whole closet of Eddie Bauer. That's fashion. It's your oh, one fashion. Oh, I, I, fashion. I agree with you on that. One member was an Eddie Bauer person. I agree with you on that, but I don't remember. You used to wear Eddie him. Bauer. You yeah. would always have on like some kind of crazy uh, T-shirt with a saying or something on it. Just because it's not Gucci don't mean it's fashion. It's like that's your fashion. You do have an interest in fashion. So, uh, you know, and all the other little aspects of the definition, all four of y'all was. I mean, and including me, so not y'all, us. Mm -hmm. Anywho, well, so glad we figured that out. Now we all know that we was metrosexuals. And if you got a pedicure, come on, man. Come on, man. Sorry. You was a metrosexual. If you still getting pedicures, you are currently a metrosexual. Ain't okay? nothing wrong with taking care of your There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, get your toes done. Dog get pedicures and manicures. Hey, don't, don't do it. That's, look, that's cool. Manicures. Obama does it. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, hey, I ain't gonna lie. The older I got, the more pedicures became like, okay, it's a standard and you're taking care of yourself. I wasn't really a fan of them back in the days, but it's really just taking care of your feet. You in worker shoes, walking around all day long. Why not? Get you a pumice stone. You could do that at home. Mm -mm. No, you can't it's get somebody to do that. I don't like bending over that much. Internet, 
I think that we need it's to go be ahead. The lowest watched episode of all time. Question. Let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask you a question. So Donald Trump wants to start his presidential rallies. Mm. He wants to start bringing people together in the age of COVID on June 19th, which mm. is which is what holiday? Juneteenth. Juneteenth in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm. So he, he wants to pop off the Make America Great Again campaign part two in a city that was destroyed by racial bombing on a holiday to celebrate, celebrate the emancipation of slaves. Point of order. Juneteenth is not a holiday. It's a holiday for us, but it's not a state or federally mandated holiday. And I want it to be, I'm from Texas. I'm just merely telling you. And yeah, Tulsa, we, Oklahoma, that's his stomping ground. We, 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 we celebrated uh, King holiday before it became King holiday. Mm -hmm. Federally. Mm -hmm. so, you know what I mean? I'm with, I know what you mean. I'm just merely saying. I think that it is very interesting that Trump decided to do this on this day. What you think about it? I mean, uh, he he knows how to manipulate social media. He knows what people are going. He knows the the uh, point that people are going to be trying to make that he's doing something, and maybe he is trying to say something about race during this particular speech. Um, there's a lot of black people that are Trump fans. It's not a lot. I don't know. Eight percent of the black vote. That's a lot of people. That's millions of people out of a hundred. Yeah, but it's still a lot. Nonetheless, um, I feel like it's going to be very interesting watching people respond to it. Um, I'm just waiting to see what happens. Y'all, we already have this bet going that they say Trump is not going to get elected this year. I say he is. So we're going to see. I still haven't heard your thoughts around how you feel about him doing that on Juneteenth, though. I don't feel no kind of way. I mean, um, Juneteenth, I feel like with so many things, we are constantly focused externally and we're worried about what other people are doing, what white people are doing, what they're going to do, what they haven't done, blase, skippy. I don't give a damn what he does. June, that's not going to disturb my observance of Juneteenth at all. It's not going to take away from the meaning of Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's, I mean, I don't give a damn what he does. He can make all the speeches. I, I don't personally care. So I think people are going to get wound up and give him all the attention give him all the Twitter follows and tweets and whatnot, and that's exactly what he wants. So, as far as I'm concerned, y'all should ignore his ass and not say nothing about it. If you really disliked him, but instead we do the exact opposite, and he goes straight to the bank on y'all's outrage. I think, I think Juneteenth is. Juneteenth is a Friday. It's a Friday. And mm -hmm. I, think, I think he picked it because it's a Friday, and he's trying to get out there as soon as possible um, but not tomorrow. He can't do it tomorrow. It takes a planet. So I, I think he looked at the calendar and he said, which, which Friday can we do that will get me out there as soon as, you know what, June 19th. I think his people are going to, after all of this and Twitter and Dan Rather on Twitter talking about, yo, you stupid. I think his people will get to him and be like, hey, you know, it's June 19th. That's Juneteenth. Maybe yes. you can make a statement at your rally. And I <laughs> yeah. guarantee you that boy's going to say some stupidness like, Happy Juneteenth, everybody. I'm telling you, he's gonna he's do going to, stupid. He's gonna say his big speech on race. He's going to say that big thing on race. No, this this is a campaign rally. 
Right. You think he's going to do his presidential speech on race at, a, at his campaign rally? I think that it would be very Trump on brand to say something really, you know, headline grabbing on the on race and police brutality and everything that's been happening in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Juneteenth. Yes, absolutely. And he's going to say how he's been getting people out of prison. He's going to say how he's good friends with Kanye West. He's going to say all these other different things. He's going to trot out all his little pet Negroes and everybody's going to be like, Candace my God. Candace Owens. Oh, yes. Ooh. Okay, then I think I think you're giving, I think, um, I think Trump is an evil genius or the people around him are evil geniuses, particularly Stephen Miller. Um, we touched on him, but if you don't know who he is, look him up. He's a devious um, little, little dude. I think his team is very aware of it being Juneteenth. I think that he is not going to do anything substantial as it relates to race relations. He has never said or done anything outside of what he is, his taglines. It's MAGA, country first, country strong, military strong, um, economy, those are his talking points. He doesn't deviate from his talking points, ever. Um, he's gonna say black unemployment rate was the best under me. Like he's gonna use all the all the, the normal talking points that he's always done. And then he's gonna sprinkle probably a few little uh, fibs in there that he naturally does consistently as well. So if, if you think he's gonna do anything off, off, his brand is that, that's his brand. Like he doesn't do anything, like he doesn't throw a curveball. Like you know what you're gonna do. So I wouldn't even, I wouldn't expect anything substantial. I think he's gonna say what you just said. You know, here's my black unemployment numbers. Here's the people that I've gotten out of prison in early. Here's, you know, here's some black people that love me. And you know, why don't you love me? But those black, people are, those black people are, they don't represent, they definitely represent me. Um, and I'm not saying I'm a Democrat. I'm not saying I'm a Republican. I probably lean more towards being an independent and picking whoever I think has the best platform. And I think his platform is 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 really um, centered around economics for a particular group of people, mm -hmm. uh, and he doesn't address the needs of, of of the masses. It's really a small subset of people that are financially already stable, and I think that's right. Mm. What do y'all think about those people that still somewhat have some hope for Trump? Like he might turn around or he yeah, might that, come around. Who who is that? Give me some examples. No, no, I'm just saying you you hear people thinking that like if let's say if he got elected for another term, he might completely do a complete 180. You know, it's like so many people just like, well, not so many. There are people out there that are like, you know, there's still hope for him. And I'm like, you must either be a diehard Trump fan. Who are you talking about? Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing the complete opposite. I'm seeing I'm seeing Republicans who who said, well, we'll give him a chance because he might become presidential. I'm seeing those Republicans now come out uh, uh, publicly and say, mm, no, I'm not supporting him for another term. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm seeing the complete opposite of that. I'm not seeing anyone saying we still need to give him a chance unless they are already diehard Trump supporters, like diehard Trump supporters. They like they see they looking beyond term two and they trying to figure out how they can get three terms for them. <laughs> mm, they, uh, they, they, no, they've already put out there. They've already put out there that because 
you know, he was wrapped up in, in the whole impeachment scandal, he deserves another term. Like, that's what they were already saying. So I'm not seeing people outside of Trump supporters saying we really want to. That's why I don't think he's going to win, because there are far too many people who was like, I'll give him a chance to see if he'll be presidential. They're coming out and saying, nope, he's not. I'm not voting for him again. So there are a lot of he's going to lose a lot of votes this next election. Yeah, I think he's going to pick up some, too, though, because a lot of well, because of this whole defund the police thing that the Democrats have been been touting. I think that that headline, that tagline is dumb. I don't think you should defund the police. I think you should say, I'm going to remove some of the funding from the police department and put it in this other place. Because if you say defund the police, my first time when I first heard, I was like, you want to eliminate the police department? You're, 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 you're crazy. Uh, but then as I heard more about like what they were actually, like the actual points about it, those points make sense. But if you just, if everybody is saying defund the police and that's all you're saying, people are going to get confused because they don't, people don't research anything. It's just, it's a headline graph. So not that smart. People have to think about like what they're saying. Like I remember um, Obamacare, at the beginning, his whole team was like, no, it's the Affordable Care Act. It's the affordable, like he was, they were trying to completely distance themselves from saying Obamacare because they had this stigma associated with it. And one, if he finally said, you know what, it is Obamacare. I'm going to call it that, too. And he started embracing it. So I, I think we just have to be careful with, with taglines because it can, it, can really, it can really alienate a lot of people who may be on your side. Joe Biden said he's not putting in front of the police anyway, so it doesn't really make a difference. I mean, that makes sense, though, because you, when you talk about how you market, like, we, 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 we're in a country with all these hundreds of millions of people like you have to market these ideas to them. And when you say defund the police, that is a horrible marketing strategy. When you really think about what defunding the police really means. Now, in some instances, some people actually mean abolish the, the, the police department mm-hmm. and create some community um, uh, yes. uh, a board. And then I'm thinking, so if someone breaks into my house with a sort of shotgun, I'm supposed to call my neighbor next door to come in and address that? So that's why I don't, uh, but then you have other folks like uh, Mario Cuomo, who's like, take money, not Mario Cuomo, um, Blasio in, in Manhattan, take money from NYPD and put that money into social programs, into the community, into after school programs, so that you can deal with the problem before it's a problem. Like kids who grow up without direction, without guidance, and they end up in the streets looking to rob you well how about we give them something to do before they end up in the streets so like that's why i would like if they're saying that also means defund the police i think that's a horrible marketing strategy you should call it what it is it is a is a diversion of funds and then yeah i saw uh, um you know just to get the flip side i saw a meme the other day was talking about like people are all upset about defunding the police we've been defunding education for the longest and it's pretty much the same thing you're taking money from education and giving it to the military or infrastructure, or just take money from the police so they can't militarize themselves and give it to, 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 to programs that's gonna actually be positive and beneficial in the community. So like that, I can understand. But if there's, I mean, they had the shorty, uh, shorty, excuse me, they had the, the, the mini, uh, there was a Minneapolis councilwoman on, 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 on the news who's been leading this charge to defund the police. 
And now since the city has decided to defund the police, they've decided to, to work together to create um, a, a new paradigm of policing. Mm -hmm. He was asked, well, if there are no, pretty much if there are no police, how do you secure? How do you protect? What, what do you do? She didn't have an answer. Because it's brand new and people are still trying to figure that type of thing out. But I think that it's a great uh, step in the right direction. Absolutely want to abolish the police. They need to be abolished because they have shown themselves to be murderous uh, armed thugs. So we should need to find another way of policing ourselves and doing what we need to do. If we can put somebody on the moon, we can definitely figure that out. We'll retrain and, 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 and hold accountable. We've done that. We've done that over and over and over. You, you wait, no, but I think, I think what, once again, I think that it's a bigger picture. And I think when you look at who has been primary protector of the police when they misbehave, it's been the police unions, mm -hmm. not the police departments. Like police chiefs beef against police unions because they got to promote police officers even though they've been horrible because the police unions mm -hmm. have stepped in. Mm -hmm. so, so if a police chief says, I need to reevaluate my relationship with the union so you all can't protect bad cops, can that be a part of the, the solution? I mean, I imagine so. There's plenty of uh, police chiefs that try to work with the community and this, that, and the third. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, for example, in Minneapolis, where they're doing all this, uh, the, the cop that had kneeled on George Floyd was like Denzel to uh, another one of them cops, Ethan Hawke. He was like the training officer. So the, the, the brass was like, this is the guy that we want training our rookies. There's something wrong with the culture of the police department with his record that he was a person that was like the training officer. They need to get rid of that whole damn system. So if that means that we got to tear this down and build up some other kind of better, more equitable force, then that's just the way it's got to be. Love. And if that means taking out the union, then that's the way it's got to be. At the end of the day, they need to, they need to have, one is there need to be a federally mandated program around police reform in general. Whatever that entitles or whatever that entails, it needs to start from a federal standpoint and, and managed in that way. And my and other, other part of my opinion is, they have to have different penalties. Losing your job can't be enough. We need to touch your pension. If your pension is on the line if you do something stupid, or if you are around when something dumb is happening, you don't intervene, you can be culpable as well and lose your pension too. I think when you increase penalty, increase risk, um, it, it brings a different level of accountability. So, you know, those four dudes going to jail, losing their jobs, I think that says something. Um, I think the dude who pushed the guy down, I was 75 years old and 45, talking about he was an agitator in, in Antifa. I think, you know, those two guys being prosecuted for assault, um, you see a lot more police officers being prosecuted. At least the headlines are, we'll see what the results are. But those are significant things, significant developments across the country. Um, and I, you know, I saw the chief of police in New York kind of go out there and have his little sob story. I think it's I think it's hypocritical uh, for him to go out there and say something like that when you know his officers you know murdered uh, my man Eric Garner over a cigarette. I mean, it's just I just think it's ridiculous. And the, and the videos continue to kind of happen of what's going on in New York. So mm -hmm. it's, um, there's an awakening happening, and I think people are just I don't think we need to get rid of the police departments. I think they have a, a significant benefit. Um, 
but I think it needs to be done in a much different way, which is much more significant oversight. Yeah, and I'm I'm encouraged. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna be stupid and I'm not gonna think that there are gonna be changes overnight. And I'm not gonna think that I'm gonna get everything I want e- either. But um when I when I hear the chief of police in Minneapolis say that they are pulling out of their negotiations with the Minneapolis Police Federation, the union, they, they're negotiating a contract now and they're like, Nope, we're pulling out of all contract negotiations because we need we need to get some people in here that could protect, protect the community. They gotta, they gotta work with us to figure out how we can make a contract that'll protect the community. You know, your benefits will be fine, your salary will be fine, but in terms of holding you all accountable, we need a better contract. So when I hear a, a police chief say that, now granted he's a black police chief, and, and for all those black people who've told me that they, they have become a, a part of the system to potentially change the system, for me, I think this is a good example. It just so happens, though, he had to be the police chief in order to make this type of change. So um, I'm, I'm hopeful. I can't wait to see what comes out of it. But it goes back to, you know, what we initially talked about. Do we just, you know, do we flutter away when it's all said and done? You know what I'm saying? Are, are we staying on top of it? Are we following up? Are we, are we organizing months after just to see if people are being true to their word, uh, if corporations are being true to their word? if we as the community are being true to our word, you know, I mean, how do we follow up with this stuff later? Because everyone has a role to play and I don't want to let nobody off the hook. Well, you also saw, um, I don't know if you guys saw Elon Musk, his tweet around uh, the marijuana. So he was saying, um, he thought it was interesting that the jails or prisons are filled with people with marijuana, you know, infractions or convictions where marijuana was over the course of the COVID was an essential uh, resource. So those people were still out to make money. So you were saying like the, 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 the difference or I guess the dichotomy of on one hand, you got people, people of color who are in prison for selling drugs. And then you have the people who can now make money off of illegally that's pushing it and they're essential employees. So like, you know, you need to let those people out too. Like it was, it was his way, I think, of uh, kind of introducing the, the Black Lives Matter concept. All right, we'll check it. We we about to get up out of here. So let, let me just ask you just one last thing before we get up out of here, because I had a friend of mine who reached out to me. She's been listening to the, the last few episodes and she wanted to get our opinion on some stuff that just went down. She's already done what she's done, but she just wanted to know what we thought about it because we all come with different perspectives. So her situation is she got a man. She lives with a man. Her man had to leave. This is during COVID. He had a work-related travel, so he had to leave. Then there's an ex-dude who lives in the city. He came over to the crib. You already shaking your head, Neil. He came over to the crib. I'm checking on you. How you doing in COVID? Da 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 da. You know, come to find out, he stayed a little bit longer than he should have. They, <laughs> they, 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 they did some things they shouldn't have. He leaves. Come to find out, he was pre-symptomatic. Like mm. he, he came over pre-symptomatic. Mm-hmm. He leaves, and he's full symptomatic. He recovers, he's fine. She's full symptomatic. Boo comes home. Now Boo's symptomatic. 
she's now in her feelings like, am I a horrible girlfriend? Should I have not done that? I gave him COVID. Is Why should you ask me this question? Should she have done that? That's a dumb question. Well, she already, my fault. She, she already thinks what she thinks now. She's posing it to us as something where we have advised her what to do, what not to do, how to handle the situation. I personally told her, yeah, you stupid. <laughs> I, I, I was like, hey, you, you crying about stuff now, that ship done sailed. You know what I'm saying? You know, go with God. I hope both of y'all are okay. You know what I'm saying? But in terms of that whole situation, what are y'all thoughts? <laughs> Yo, this it's, is it's, it's not funny, but I had two answers. When you first said it, and like, no disrespect to your friend, I don't know you, sister. It's no disrespect. You might know her. Like, you foul as shit. That's fucked up. That's foul. You foul, you're going to hell. But, I mean, you know, we all have needs. You know, she may have felt she needed some conversation, some quality time, whatever the case may be, some companionship. It may have started out, I just need some company. I'm lonely. Things happen. So we all grown. Things happen. So it's, it's not your fault. Don't beat yourself up about it, you know, and like, it's already done. What can you do? You could cry until blood comes out now. It's a fucked up situation, you know what I mean? But you're, you're not a horrible person. Anybody that tells you that you're a horrible person, they lying. We all, we all human. We all, we all go through it. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully this is the first and only time you will ever do this shit, but you know, I'm, I'm not gonna throw you under the bus. You're not a horrible person though. Don't feel bad about it. <laughs> yes. Keltrick. I have a question. Does the boyfriend have any idea what occurred or how he contracted COVID? No. Mm. He, I don't know. God. I don't know how he thinks. He may think he just got it because he's traveling. And he may mm. start to think that he gave it to Shorty. And, I, and she has not unpacked that for me. I guarantee that that's exactly what she's letting him believe. Like, you came back and got me sick. And he's like, damn. I feel bad now. I feel real bad. Meanwhile, she's giving out that hot mouth. <laughs> All I can say is nobody okay. just shows up at somebody's house without calling beforehand. So Rob was like, ex boo just popped up and said, Hey, how you doing? Everything's cool. No, he had to call you. He had to set it up. That is what he said. The dude that just caught up at our house. They were, they he, were, said, hey. he popped up and said, I'm checking on you during this COVID, blah, blah, blah. Things happened. Yeah, Here's the, my point. The DMs or a text message or a phone call, man. God. DMs, text message, phone call, all that. In other words, she had an opportunity to say, no, I'm good. She did not. It's not like he just popped up on her door and knocked and was like, hey, I was in the hood. But here's my point. Um, I'm going to launch her ass head first under the bus, Neil. She is totally at fault here. I am uh, sorry, uh, mystery person. You did wrong for that. But... In the end, you know, you got away with it unless your man listens to this because he's probably putting two and two together. But, yeah, it, it's a cold world out here, man, and that's why I'm not on Tinder. <laughs> hey, think about that. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> on that note. Oh, my God. Very well be listening to I got to answer this question, too. Yeah, Cage, let Cage mm -hmm. answer it. Then we wrap. All right. The question is, 
That's the, I don't even know what the question is. There's she is no question. She just wants to know you're thinking about it. All right, she 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 messed up. She didn't take the proper precautions. I mean, she should have probably had some a mask on and did a thing, and that she'd have been a little bit better off. But you know, she probably was. I'm assuming they had a pass, so that means she probably was, you know, bobbing and weaving and unprotected and doing everything I else. I was just about to ask. I was just about to ask. What, bro? You got to go back and get some intel, bro. Protected or unprotected? No, I'll find out. Meat I mean, on meat. I would, I would imagine. She did. I don't know. She might have been meat to meat. <laughs> meat, to meat. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Now, hold up. John, you said a good point. If it was meat to meat, you foul. You oh, are she was foul, period. Foul. She had him. She had the old, she had the ex oh, in her place. Time out. He did it in their bed? Exactly. Yes! Foul! 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 Ooh. Who, you know what? Whoever you are, DM me, because I, I have questions. <laughs> anyway, uh, this, is, this question is not, this one, I would be weary of her because she wants you to, Rasheen, because she's telling you this story. There's no reason to tell you this story, in my opinion. Mm. Um, mm. The fact that a woman will tell you how she slept around on her man, got sick, got her man sick and is coming to tell you for what? She feels safe with Ra. And she wants, she wants to get y'all opinion on the situation. And she feels safe with him. She knows that there's no judgment. And listen, listeners, if you want to get a hold of our opinion, just go to Straight No Chaser Podcast on IG. Hit us up in those DMs. You need to call us directly. I think this was fun, though. This is a good thing, and if you ever have more scenarios that you want us to kind of unpack for you, we got you. Yeah, I was rocking with you at first because I thought it was just an emotional thing. Your man wasn't around, woo woo woo. But meet to meet, get your ass out of here. Well, that's 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 an assumption. We don't know that that happened. We don't know that that happened. I said if it doesn't, if. it doesn't really. So matter. If she had a condom on, then it's okay. You know, it doesn't matter. She was wrong. I mean, it's just it's that simple. What if she gave the old head knob? I mean, that's what she has. Sex mode. I would expect all those things to occur if you had sex, quite frankly. That this Not is the Was the ex wrong for coming over? No. Yes. No. Yes. He said, was the ex wrong for coming over? Yeah. No. If you respect, if that, well, I'll say it like this. If <laughs> he's your friend and you respected her relationship, yeah, you filed. You filed. But he, but he was his friend. responsibility. That's not his. Say it again. That's her responsibility. That's not his. But if he's her friend, he should be able to respect her relationship too. Unless he's just trying to get his off. Come on, man. Yeah, Come on, man. Straight no chaser. Come on. Hey, Ra, I don't even think we can post this episode. This episode is all kind of crazy. <laughs> We're going to see. We're going to see. Anyway, like, right, where can share. people find us, John? Hold up, hold up. up. Rasheem may say what he thinks, man. You can't be asking this stuff and you ain't say nothing. Yeah. You did that. Uh, in short, and I told her this, she was all types of wrong. She was all types of foul. Um, I told her that she shouldn't even uh, like open up that door to let dude feel comfortable enough. I feel like when you got an ex, you need to you need to shut the window. You know, the window can't be cracked because a dude, if he sees a crack, 
he gonna wiggle his toe up in there. Then he gonna put his fingers up in there. Then he gonna try to open up that window so it's wide open so he can slide in. And I think she was aware of that. She knew that was gonna happen. And now she's being all emotionally distraught over it and da 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 da. So I said, I, I said earlier, I said that shit unsailed. You can't be emotionally distraught over some stuff that you consciously, intentionally allowed to happen. True. That's that's my thinking on it. At this point, yeah, you got to just throw that bone in the closet, let it go, forget about it, and just be like, hey, I don't. If this was happening on the flip side, if this was a dude and another chick, this would be like a no-brainer. Like the whole window being cracked open, none of that stuff makes a difference. Things happen when you want them and allow them to occur. You're adults. It's not like you up and slip into some sex. Does it Sometimes, happen? you know. What banana pill you slipped on and you fell into some coochie? I'm a virgin, so none of this applies to me. You got two kids, man. Come on, man. We're not going to discuss my sex life whatsoever exactly. in any John, Where can you find us, John? Instagram, Spotify, YouTube. What else? Anchor, iTunes. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. So um, y'all got a final word? You want to say one last thing to the people and then we sign off? That's it? <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, on that note, by the time y'all see us again, so next Friday, not this Friday, but next Friday, um, is Trump's little speech in uh, Tulsa for Juneteenth. And we won't have, so that means two weeks from now, we'll do some recap on that. But we'll be back next week, you know. So anyway, if you got any questions, scenarios, stuff that you really want us to address, talk to us. Other than that, we out. Hey, Straight, no chaser.